Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, October 19th. On this date in 1814, the first documented public performance of the Star Spangled Banner took place. It happened at the Holiday Street Theater in Baltimore. On this date in 1944, the U.S. Navy began accepting black women into waves, which stood for Women Accepted for Volunteer Emergency Service. Now let's get your Wednesday forecast from the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. Good morning, everyone. Meteorologist Chris Holtzman here. A cold start this morning. Temperatures in the 30s and 40s. Grab the jacket and we only warm into the low 60s this afternoon. We'll see plenty of sunshine, but a cool day and average highs around 77 degrees. But once again, most of us will be in the low 60s. We could tie or even break the record coldest high temperature for today. That record 62 set in 1974. We are forecasting a high of 62. So not often do you see this time of year temperatures that low. But at least uh, we will see plenty of sunshine for the rest of the day. Another cold night tonight. Temperatures back in the 30s and 40s. And our seven-day forecast has uh, temperatures back in the 70s by the end of the week. And we're near 80 by early next week. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And here's a check of your morning headlines. A man suspected of kidnapping and killing a teenage girl will appear before a judge today. Raymond Moody is currently behind bars in Georgetown County. He's charged in the murder of Brittany Drexel. He's also charged with kidnapping and first-degree criminal sexual conduct. Drexel was 17 when she went to Myrtle Beach in April of 2009. She was last seen outside the Blue Water Resort on Ocean Boulevard. The Georgetown County Sheriff's Office says Moody confessed after he was charged in May with obstruction of justice. On that same day, officials say Moody told them where Drexel's remains would be found. The Georgetown County Coroner listed Drexel's cause of death and manner of death as undetermined. Now, we will have full coverage of that hearing. That's going to start today at 10 in the morning. Be sure to tune in on air, online, and on any of our streaming platforms for any updates. The legal team for a former disgraced Lowcountry lawyer has filed a motion requesting their client's alibi in his murder case be stricken. In court documents, Alec Murdoch's defense team said prosecutors demanded a written notice of Murdoch's intention to offer an alibi defense. Further requesting Murdoch provide specific locations and the names and addresses of the witnesses he intends to rely upon to establish such an alibi. But the defense argues prosecutors never provided them with critical details as required. The defense also provided a copy of a letter sent to the attorney general's office on September 19th, stating that Murdoch would not respond to the request until those details were provided. 
It's been almost two weeks since a Georgia toddler disappeared from his home and the search for his body continues. Yesterday, investigators announced a heartbreaking update. Police are now searching for the boy's body in a landfill. The Chatham County Police Chief says they believe that boy was placed in a dumpster and was transported to the landfill. 20-month-old uh, Quentin Simon went missing about two weeks ago from his home in Savannah. His mother told authorities she last saw him in his playpen around 6 a.m. on October 5th. As of right now, no one has been charged in the toddler's disappearance, but police say his mother is a suspect. In Washington, President Biden is promising an abortion rights law as Democrats try to rally voters. Biden has called for codifying Roe versus Wade since the 2020 campaign. It would guarantee a federal constitutional right to abortion. During a speech yesterday at a Democratic National Committee event, Biden said Democrats need control of the House and Senate to make it happen. The only sure way to stop these extremist laws that are put in jeopardy women's health and rights is for Congress to pass a law. And I've said before, the court got Roe right nearly 50 years ago, and I believe Congress should codify Roe once and for all. More than a dozen states have seen abortion bans come into effect, uh, come into being affecting nearly 30 million women of reproductive age. Here at home, South Carolina lawmakers are continuing to try and pass tighter abortion restrictions. Republicans want them in effect by the end of the year. This comes after another attempt to pass an abortion bill failed again yesterday at the state house. Right now, South Carolina's current law mounts to a ban on abortion after around six weeks, but the state Supreme Court has temporarily blocked it from being enforced. The bill the Senate passed this summer adjusts that six-week ban, including clearing up the language in the law that led to the Supreme Court blocking it. Neither chamber will agree to the other's bill, including the Senate voting yesterday to stick with its bill. I'm very disappointed in today's vote. Uh, the vote to recede would have sent the House bill to the governor's desk. It was the kind of bill that almost all those Republicans who voted against the motion to recede actually said they support. I thought that there were, that it was, had too many issues with it. It was too many flaws in the House bill. You know, it was a very strict bill. Well, next, a small group of members from both chambers will try to work out a compromise between the House and Senate bills. They would have to get that bill to the governor by November the 13th. Meanwhile, the state Supreme Court will hear oral arguments in the South Carolina abortion ban today. A lawsuit was filed back in July by Planned Parenthood South Atlantic, Greenville Women's Clinic, and two physicians. Those parties argue that the ban is in violation of the state's constitutional right to privacy and equal protection. The law has been blocked from going into effect since August 17th. Arguments are set to begin this morning at 10. Cybersecurity, nail tech, and even eSports. These are just some of the courses that will be added to Thunderbolt Career and Technology Center next semester. Anna Harris spoke with Colleton County School District officials about how these options will affect students' long-term success. Officials at Colleton County School District say they want college or employment to be a goal for their students. Students that take classes at Thunderbolt Career and Technology Center will now have more diverse options when exploring their interest. Colleton County High School allows students to take career-focused classes during their schedules at Thunderbolt Career and Technology Center. Some of the current courses at TCTC are carpentry, culinary arts, and welding. 
Starting next semester, TCTC will have HVAC, cybersecurity, nail tech, barbering, esports, and sports medicine classes, as well as restarting their auto tech program. CAVE says they are using current staff members and are in the process of hiring more people for these programs. She says the district is currently preparing architectural designs for the building expansion to provide more spaces for these classes. She says they are using ESSER funding, the COVID-19 emergency relief money from the federal government, for the cost of construction. Although there is no official price estimate as of now, she expects it to cost the district about $40,000. either be employed in, in, in a business, they'll be entrepreneurs on their own, they'll um, be um, lifelong um, citizens for our community and giving back to the workforce here and helping Colleton County move into the destination CAVE says non-public school students will be offered to take these courses with an additional charge. However, the priority will be going to students that are currently enrolled at Colleton County High School. In Walterboro, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. On top of new courses, Colleton County School District school report card scores for their schools were released this week based on overall academics and school environment. Three out of five elementary schools ratings improved since 2019. One elementary school stayed the same and one declined. Colleton County Middle School's ratings improved and Colleton County High School's ratings declined. The Medical University of South Carolina is sharing how they're responding to a recent recall of several ready-to-feed baby formula products. MUSC says once they heard about the recall, they immediately pulled and replaced products that may have been impacted uh, from their inventory. Brands affected by the recall include several Similac products and Pedialyte electrolyte solution. The bottles were recalled because a small percentage of caps may not have been completely sealed, which could lead to the product spoiling. The hospital says parents can learn if their formula is affected through the lot numbers on the product or by the expiration date in the box the formula came in. On a positive note, the hospital says they do have enough formula available for the infants in their care. In just a few hours, there's going to be a grand opening for a new Lidl grocery store in North Charleston. The city's mayor says he's proud to welcome an international company that's synonymous with quality and affordability. All right, Lauren Quinlan joining us live from that store. And Lauren, are there any special deals for customers? Of course, people want to know. <laughs> Well, Aisha, Katie, the first 100 customers in line today at this store will receive a gift card ranging from $5 all the way up to $100. Lidl operates more than 12,000 stores in over 30 countries, and today they'll be opening their third store right here in the Low Country. Located in one of the newest shopping centers on Dorchester Road right here in North Charleston, Lidl is a neighbor to a new few businesses in the area. Jessica Shangle with the company says they have invested more than $11 million into the new location, creating more than 40 local jobs with competitive pay, benefits, and full-time positions. Now, not only can customers receive prizes this week, they can also give back to the Low Country Food Bank. From now until Sunday, Lidl will donate a dollar to the food bank for every new My Lidl member who signs up and sets the North Charleston location as their home store. Giving back to our community is really important for Lidl. Um, we have a national partnership with Feeding America, so every store that we open, you know, we we, we donate products, you know, through our food bank partners. Um, this is something that we are hoping to continue, and it's a really good way for us to connect with our communities and give back to our local communities as well. 
Rick Jordan with Lidl says they've stayed committed to low prices even during a time where groceries are at an all-time high and with the holiday season just around the corner they plan to continue to give back to the local community. Lidl officials tell me they are very excited for the community to come out and check this store out. The store will be open every day from 8 a.m. up until 9 p.m. and this one is located at 8849 Dorchester Road. Live in North Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. Today, the City of Tarleton's Planning Commission will review plans for a residential development on James Island. Yeah, that property has both low-lying wetlands and high ground, causing concerns for some James Island residents. Molly McBride joins us live from downtown Charleston now. So, Molly, tell us more about these concerns. I spoke to one James Island resident, Franny Henty, who tells me she's concerned about the flooding issues that developments like this on the island in lower-lying areas could cause for surrounding neighbors. Henty lives off Folly Road. Developers are proposing to build the Harborview towns near the intersection of the James Island Expressway and Harborview Road. According to the submitted plans, it will consist of six single-family and ten multifamily units. Henty lives right off Folly Road, right near the Publix. With the multiple jurisdictions interacting on James Island, she tells me she hopes the city is being careful with its stormwater retention plan, especially considering the low-lying areas and wetlands on the property. Adding so much development can flood out the neighbors, and we don't, that doesn't, it's not apparent immediately. It's apparent years later. Robert Summerfield, the city's director of planning, preservation and sustainability, tells me the majority of the property is highland, but the portion of the property containing wetlands will be pretty significantly buffered away. He says the developer's plan include a stormwater retention plan, and even though the multiple jurisdictions can be confusing from a planning perspective, he is confident the city's stormwater he's confident in the city's stormwater requirements. This property is in the city, this property is not, so on and so forth. Uh, but this one is in the city, has to meet all of our requirements. Um, and again, our stormwater requirements, uh, I would put those up against any in the state in terms of their stringent uh, requirements to safeguard against future and particularly downstream flooding. We reached out to the developer for a comment and have not heard back yet. Reporting live in downtown Charleston, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Celebrating birthdays today, artist Peter Max is 85, actor John Lithgow is 77, talk show host Charlie Chase is 70, Ty Pennington, the host of Extreme Makeover Home Edition is 58, South Park co-creator Trey Parker is 53, actress Jillian Jacobs from Community is 40. Thanks again for joining us for Morning Y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.